God. Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. You kept your eyes open this time. It was kind of shocking. <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually was, I, the long pause in between was yeah. me thinking that you were going to say it, and then I remembered that was my job. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that <laughs> it's been, what, 66 episodes or whatever? <laughs> um, so, if you listen to our last episode, really... <laughs> Uh, thank you for still being here because that was the worst garbage shit oh my nonsense. God. I actually thought it was pretty funny. It was funny, but the content was just so bad. It had zero theme. It was literally, if you want to listen to Sean and I rant about ridiculous things and probably yeah. laugh, but just have no understanding of what we were talking about, then that's the episode. Then for welcome you. to the entire I Can yeah. Explain podcast. So, to just tie that in, we'll do a little, little um, mm-hmm. recap. Yeah. And by recap, I'm just going to keep it real short. Yeah. Um, Bree's birthday was garbage, <laughs> nightmare, nonsense, <laughs> tears abound. Yeah. I cried. Uh, vomit abound. <laughs> I, oh, I did vomit. I was going to say I didn't, but I did. Chipped teeth aplenty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've even um, let the internet know about that. Yeah, and I started Sunday morning literally pleading to Bree to let me leave America because I wanted to go home. Can I tell you how I chipped my tooth? I bit into a piece of pizza and there was... Kalamata olives on this pizza. Which like iconic, beautiful, gorgeous, but lovely. salty, delicious. And there was one that was not pitted. And, and I happened to bite in that like, exact spot. And my chipped tooth. And I literally have videos of me like drunken crying with my chipped tooth. Those are good. So you follow us to see them. <laughs> The released content. But yeah, so needless to say, my birthday is canceled for the rest She's of She's legally, legally, maybe, and I think it might be like an actual law yeah. in America now. Yeah, that, that I know. She's not allowed birthday. to have any birthdays. Yes. And it's over, so she's 28 for life, which is kind of nice. That is nice, honestly. I'm just really, just, uh, the fact that that birthday cost me like $2,000 on a tooth fix is going to be here. Yeah. Is yikes. You kind of deserve it, though. <laughs> Okay. I'm paying for yeah. it. Okay, so my second my second little uh, recap mm-hmm. that ties directly into the podcast um, was when we were coming back. I texted you this. Yeah. We were coming back, and we were gumming, gumming, we were gumming the border guard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We were coming back over the border, and the border guard, which, like, I don't really understand why they, like, do so many questions when you're coming back into your own country. Yeah. I guess you could be smuggling. I don't know. Well, I think because most people would go down there to get it and then bring it uh, back. Oh, okay. See, so, yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? Wake um, up and smell the cocaine. <laughs> Shit! Um, so we came back and the border guard was just like going in on questions. Like, oh, okay. where were you? Mind you, like, we were there for like nine hours. So yeah. it was like, I could understand. So he's asking me, why were you down there? What was it for? And I'm like, my friend Bree's birthday. Who is Bree? How do you know her? And Lauren, is my roommate, is driving. And she goes, oh, I know her through Sean. And then he's like, how do you know her to me? And I'm like, oh, we have a podcast together. And he goes, what kind of podcast? And I honestly, like, it 
I was taken <laughs> aback yeah. as to why he asked me that because yeah. I was like, I mean, I guess first of all, it'd He's be pretty elaborate for me to say we have a podcast. Together. I think most people would go with like TV show or like something. You know? TV show. <laughs> like that was your like realistic thing. I was like, you know, like we worked together, we went to school together. Like most people would have said something realistic, like a I'm TV like, show. I'm like, have you have you seen Regis and Kelly? Yeah, it's Regis. I'm Kelly. <laughs> I'm Kelly. <laughs> That's just our stages. Free yeah. and Sean. So he says, what kind of podcast? And it literally oh. took, I was like, oh. Because <laughs> I just wasn't expecting him to yeah. go there. So then I literally said, um. I was like, um, gay comedy? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not kidding. That was like just what came out of my yeah. mouth. And I'm on the I'm in the passenger seat, but the window's down. And he's in his fucking little booth. Yeah. So he goes like, "Sorry, what did you say?" And then I'm on the other side. And I just go, "Gay comedy." <laughs> And oh then, my God. let me tell you, he had no idea what to do with that information. Like, he literally yeah, was like, like, what do you do? Oh, okay. Did you tell him what it was, at least, so we could get another listener? I, no. <laughs> no. You, like, plug it? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, follow at I guess like, on Instagram. <laughs> Um, he's like, I thought you said it was comedy. It's not funny. <laughs> I haven't laughed yeah. once in 66 episodes. <laughs> so, yeah, and that just made me laugh because, like, I've never had to short, short version describe this to anyone. Right. Usually if somebody asks, it's in, like, a more intimate situation. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's about LGBT comedy. Yeah. It's like a full thing, you know? I don't just, like, scream, like gay second. comedy! Yeah. yeah, you have, like, one second at the borderline. Yeah. It also probably looks so sketchy, like you said, because a little bit of, like, backstory to this. Everyone else that came down for my birthday came down at like 11 a.m. Yeah. So we were all, which is why Shit it was such a tragedy for Sean and Lauren when they came. We we had all been drinking from like, 11, okay, the fun part of my birthday was 11 a.m. Yeah, till 10 p.m. And then Sean and Lauren arrived and we were all in bed by 1230 after the disaster. Yeah. With me with half a tooth. So it was great. Um, But yeah, so he probably saw you driving down at like 930 and then back the next day at Literally, one and yeah. was like, no one goes to Bellingham for nine hours. Yeah, like, what no. were you doing? Did you go for, like, a nice night's sleep and brunch? Or like... a nice night of filling your car with cocaine. <laughs> like, I understand the, yeah. the hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, what the okay, fuck so, are we talking yeah, about this today? brings us to today's topic. <laughs> Unrelated. Sean has not told me what this is. It's like, I, I just, like... It, you like springing it off. Yeah. Um, so we got a DM, and this person, Danny is their name, um, said, I have an idea for an episode, friends in the gay community. For instance, how some girls think if you're friends with them instantly uh, that you're into them, and also in a gay man space, how is it and how can you actually be friends with the same sex when you are gay? Ooh, and I was like, like that. that is a great topic idea. So yes. this episode is gay friends. Making gay friends? Yeah, I like that. Oh, shit, this is probably not a good episode for you. <laughs> you've never made friends. <laughs> I guess it'll be, it'll be a tooth. tutorial for from me to you. I'm the I'm the student here. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um if you want to write in and give us an idea for a future episode, uh DM us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and yeah. we will Or at Sean.losk at Brianne Williams yeah. and like literally fire some we'll read it. Fire we'll talk away. about it. <laughs> but I thought this was like a super good question mm -hmm. we've kind of talked about it before like 
uh, yeah. little pieces of it, but we've mm-hmm. never had like a topic about totally. it and we've never like fully addressed it. Yeah. But I, I, I think that there's, I don't confusion or mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like this understanding in like the heterosexual world yeah. that you can't be friend like a a a male and a female right. gender is a construct but yes. we'll just use that <laughs> mm-hmm. can't be friends like you mm-hmm. know like as soon as they're talking as soon as they're hanging out they're dating right and that's like you still have that in the gay community but it's just you got mm-hmm. rid of the other one <laughs> it's weird because i even see myself being affected by that idea because even though i grew up having all um, or a majority of uh, male friends, and they had a lot of female friends. I feel like because we grew up together, or we went to school together. It was like, oh yeah, you can be friends because you've been in the same um, like community. You've been in the same uh, classroom, so you're working on group projects. And unless you want to date, like it would be natural that you're going to be friends. Yeah. That said, if one of my male friends all of a sudden said to me, "Hey, I," just went into a coffee shop and I started talking to this girl and now we're going to start going on a hike together. I'd be like, oh, so you're into her. So you're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird that that would be my, like, that's my, totally. would be my first yeah. thing. Like, I would never expect, and I haven't had this, the situation happen besides someone that they work with or go to school with. Yeah. Um, where once again, you're in a setting where you're, you know, there's a friendly dynamic. Um, I've never had one of my guy friends or my female friends tell me that they just met someone happenstance and then now started hanging out with them one-on-one and, like, going to movies together and whatever without there being, like, an underlying tone of, we're dating. Fuckery, yes. Yeah, or, like, having sex or telling me, like, oh, like, I totally want to date them. And I think that there would be a very big assumption for the heterosexual community that, let's say you just started chatting with a uh, female at a coffee shop if you're a guy and they and they said to you oh do you like to go to uh, what do people do uh, coffee shops already at one <laughs> oh lesbians um, uh, Rona no, I've never been to Rona no the heterosexuals oh, that's uh, my issue that's my issue here I don't know um, cactus club like do, you like to, <laughs> do you like to go to restaurants and they were like I do like to go to restaurants and they were like would you like to go to one with me yeah and we can have a meal together another person said yes that would be considered I would assume a, a date a date yeah Where so you don't have to have that initial that added conversation it's almost the opposite i find that my heterosexual friends if they meet someone that they do like they have to have the conversation of just so you know this isn't a date yeah because even without it explicitly said it's the assumption that yes if we're hanging out one-on-one and we've really never met each other before or we're not in a group of mutual friends or at work or school then we're going on a date yeah so <sighs> I've had this situation and I think that is honestly like the probably the basis of my mm-hmm. advice is that I personally think that you obviously can be friends with somebody of the same sex yeah. if you have the same sexuality because I have gay friends. Yeah. Oh, I do have a question before I get into mm-hmm. this though. Have you hooked up with like 50% of your lesbian friends? Uh No. Under under oh, okay you're like mm, i would say like okay. 80 <laughs> that's a loaded question because i would say my like it depends what circle you're looking at like if you're looking at my immediate like what i would consider my like best friends yeah. like i haven't 
even made out with any of them. Right. Like there's just like a like a circle, a very very small circle that like you know like Dana and um, uh, Tamara yeah. and you know th- like certain people that are really close to me in our friend group that no I would never have never um, hooked up with. But the extended group, yeah, like if there's like a pride party or there's like a, um, I mean, then it gets a messy. big group setting. <laughs> like, let's say if I'm hosting a pride party and I'm inviting 15 lesbians, then yeah, maybe 50 percent of okay. them I've at least so, made out with. So how do you make the the distinction between the two? What is the difference between the two? Uh, okay. So <laughs> is that a loaded question? I don't really know because I just feel like <laughs> I feel like when I was going into the queer space, I was not looking for friends. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So like you were a puss hunter. <laughs> so like I was I was going into it like I want to fuck. No, like for me it always the it was all the dynamic was always like, hey, let's make Fuck, it. How are you skirting past this? Yeah, or have sex. <laughs> you trying to make this like <laughs> anything else? Like, oh my god. Okay, I'm not looking for friends. I was kind of like, um... okay, I was looking to fuck, <laughs> and then afterwards it would be like, hey, we both know that this isn't gonna be like a daty thing. Want to be friends? Yeah. Okay. It would almost be like a. After we but that's not your core going into friends, friends is what you're saying though. But that's not my core friends, right? So when I honestly, okay, this is weird when I think about it. All of my core friends, uh-huh. when I've made them, it's when I've had a girlfriend. Uh-huh. So I like they wouldn't have even been a possibility, right? Like Dana and I always talk about our first time meeting. And it's actually a funny story, and I think a lot of queer women will have a laugh at this, because it's just very common. Queer men, too, probably. Um, but we were at a bar, and it happened to be a night that I was that my girlfriend was not with me. This was one of my exes, and this was a very, very frighteningly long time ago. And um, we are in the bar, and... Dana walks up to me and, like, starts chatting with me and was like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And I was like, that's really nice of you to offer, but I actually have a girlfriend, but I would still like the drink. Yeah, Like, absolutely. I said it in the way like that, like, yeah, I would love to have a drink, but just so you know, I have a girlfriend, so yeah. if you want to have a friendly drink, great. It's gonna take a few more than one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a girlfriend, so just, you know, it's gonna take, like, three tequila shots. <laughs> <laughs> for me to make out with yeah. for me to ruin my life um <laughs> my God. so she was like oh that's all good like totally let's still have a drink yeah. like nice to meet you whatever like she totally shuts off the kind of like flirt mode and like just starts like broing out right yeah. which tends to happen if you've been in this situation as a queer when, woman totally. you like can f- flick the switch of like flirting Corny to, to broing out yeah, yeah really <laughs> quick yeah so then we're just chatting and it gets to like where are you from I find out that she's was born and raised in the same area I was and we we went I went to Argyle me and my girlfriend went to Argyle um and uh she went to Sutherland which is like kind of a sister high school to yeah. Argyle um so we're very close and we like knew a lot of similar people and she was like well hold on who are you dating then is it someone from the community or someone I would know and I was like I said my ex-girlfriend name yeah. and she's like shut the fuck up that's one of my really good friends and she had like known her growing up and like yeah, parties yeah. and like everything like Weird. that Weird. 
then at this point, my girlfriend and I had only been dating for like three months, so I didn't know her like extended friends or yeah. like hadn't been hanging out with them. So we both like text my girlfriend and her like Dana just hit on me. <laughs> so then it was like this ongoing story of like Dana tried to get in my pants and then we became bros. Okay. And then from there, like the year and a half I was with that girlfriend, like we would hang out all the time and we became really close because we kind of met each other independent of my girlfriend and had our own friendship. So then when my girlfriend and I broke up, um, we continued that friendship. So it's I, I still don't know to this day like the people that I met when I had girlfriends friends like would they just be my friends like they would probably still just be my friends i'm not saying that it might have been more or whatever yeah but like we probably would have fucked first <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you, know I mean? yeah. you know what i mean like it's like well or at least made out like yeah. i'm not necessarily saying fuck but like we would have like if that situation had happened dana and i are like so good as friends so there wouldn't ever have been like a chemistry of dating but like she probably would have been like wanted to kill a shot and it would have been like yeah and then we would have gone to the dance floor and made out absolutely so it's just I don't know I don't know like okay. Okay. all of my close friends and then like any of like newer ones are ones that I've met when I'm with with, been with Julia my current girlfriend yeah. the only reason I ask that is because um I think I think it is common in the queer women scene yeah but I think it's incredibly common in the a gay male scene mm-hmm. that like a group of friends mm-hmm. has like fucked all each oh, other yeah. all of them and it's funny because I am not part of one of those groups yeah and I literally have made there's one of my guy friends I have to think about that yeah only one of my guy friends that I've ever like made out with wow okay yeah so that's pretty good yeah but then it's funny because every single time i go out i always see like <laughs> you know when you like see a group of friends in line yeah. and they're like the best of odds and then literally like flip to 2 a.m and they're like screaming at each yeah. other and like going at it i feel like those are those groups of friends no absolutely <laughs> like, because there's too much underlying teeth so like it's just <laughs> it's too much yeah yeah no it's funny when julia and i first met and then we started dating I remember like being like you know a month into dating and talking about um, people we knew and not like giving each other lists of who we'd have had sex with or anything yeah. like, ridiculous like that it but Excel spreadsheet yeah we both compared spreadsheets <laughs> yeah. and no. lists are very in 90s <laughs> and we figured out that neither of us had hooked up with the same person and that was like Shocking. unbelievable yeah, bombshell like if you are in a queer community and you go out into a similar space long enough like finding another person that has not like like even like gone on a date with made out with dm'd uh whatever with another person that you also have is like unheard of i will post the meme um on our our instagram page when this comes out but there's like literally a meme going around right now of like a bunch of guys sitting around a table and they're like sliding water bottles back to each other and they're like not hitting like it's like just a circle and they're crossing and the caption is just like gay is dating in the same community and i'm like fuck like it's so true i think i think that's a big part of why it happens with it being hard to be friends is I think if you forgot about gender for a second, right? Like a lot of heterosexual people, if they were able to just completely remove that from their minds, they would be 
able to be like like if they just met someone and just personality wise like for example like when you see it on Catfish the TV show yeah. when someone's been like messaging with uh, someone that they think's a female and it's actually a guy well they fell in love with that person because they fell in love with the personality because they weren't able to see their gender right so if you could somehow do that I think a lot of people would be in love with their best friends yeah because like you would if there wasn't that physicalness yet when you're first talking to someone you connect to them is this about me <laughs> <laughs> so this is my chance to tell you. <laughs> but seriously, it's to me, um, I think it makes complete sense that if you just immediately connect to someone before you figured out if like it worked physically and like clicked that way yeah. or like sexually or anything, but just like a immediate like energy connection of liking another person and thinking that they appear attractive and um, the first conversations are attractive to you and you like laugh and all these things um, that make you initially drawn to someone. If you didn't already have the wall up of, you know, if you were someone who's heterosexual, like, well, I'm a girl and they're a girl, so obviously you're just not even in that headspace. Yeah. I think like, a lot we could never people, fuck. What is that? So you just, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't even think about it. Whereas, like, in the queer space, like, that's, it, to me, it makes a little bit more sense in that way of why, like, that's kind of stripped down because there's less people in the community. So, like, when you meet someone, you're not looking for a friend necessarily. Like, if you're yeah. single, you're like, there's a person that, I think is funny and I immediately was drawn to them and their energy I'm drawn to. So why the fuck are you putting them in the friend category? Yeah. You're like, bitch, I'm single. I need a girlfriend or I need to get laid. Like yeah. no one is going to the friend category immediately unless it's like super friend zone. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think one of the things that like slightly changed with me with age right. was that I started to realize that like the people that I like, have feelings for quickly and like friends like mm -hmm. that can kind of get a little bit like hard to right. uh, understand what I'm feeling but then I started to realize that like there are things that are more specific that I want out of a relationship yeah. like there are like character traits and like mm -hmm. like life plans yeah. that I want out of a person so yeah. it's like it's easier for me to separate those things does that make any sense totally you yeah know? I, I see that and I think for me definitely when it comes to dating that's the case or being in a relationship like I'm so picky on who I'd get in a relationship yeah. with because I have a very particular type when it comes to that I there's things that I want them to have in life like I want them to have um you know an understanding of where they want to go in life and some goals and I want them to like have the same kind of financial mindset as me um I want them to want to have kids like all these different things that I see for my life and I got to a certain age and I knew that and there's very specifics things that I needed for that sphere of my life. Yeah. That said, I kind of just want to like fuck everyone. Like when I was single. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm but that's the th oh, so I think it's important to like <laughs> rationalize. Like this is uh, my advice for somebody yeah. to have about themselves. It's, you obviously can't mm -hmm. have control over other people, but like my advice for the, is like, <laughs> you know, when yeah. you like meet somebody and you're like, Oh, I don't really want to date you, but then you're like drunk or something. And yeah. you're like, Oh, but like maybe I'll flirt with them. Yeah. I'm like, you can't do that though. If you want to like, uh -huh. if you want to have friends, that, like, you don't want to get that confused yeah. about, you need to be so sure in your mind that this person, like, isn't right for you, you know? Yes. Because if you... 
build up that there's like a possibility or like whatever maybe I'll just give it a shot you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. like that's when things get messy because then you're just you know it's like that's true. You're, that's uh, good one advice. beer later and you're sucking a dick <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm like we wouldn't be good together because like blah, 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 blah. and he's like are you gonna keep sucking <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this podcast how are we not even talking about sex in this rated R Honestly. I love it I love when we I love it so that so my, my second part of that though that really frustrates me yeah is that like my second piece of advice would be like be brutally honest with people about what you're looking for Right. Like, hey, I'm yeah. not looking for a relationship or like, mm-hmm. hey, like I have feelings for mm-hmm. you, you know, like just get it all out there or else totally. it, like it's so hard to like misconstrue things. But I fucking hate yeah. when I tell somebody oh, to their God, face, yeah. mm-hmm. hey, I'm not interested in you like that, mm-hmm. but I would love to have you as a friend. Yeah. And like if that if somebody tells you that and mm-hmm. you don't want a friendship from yeah. them, you just want a relationship, that's valid. Be yeah, like, hey, absolutely. sorry, I was looking for this. Totally. Game over. But I hate when people like mm-hmm. take that as a challenge. Oh God, it's so disturbing. It's so irritating. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm hard. telling you to your bitch face that yeah. I don't want to date you. And you're like, well, I mean, yeah. if I do this, I'm going to like trick you or like you're going to like think that like, you know, then, I'm like, yeah. no, no, I'm telling you, listen to me. And then those people <laughs> often are shaming the person that was like straight up about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, even when it comes to like dating or friendship or whatever, like if you have two consenting adults in a situation and one or both of them are being upfront on what they want out of that situation, like respect what they're saying. Yeah. Like don't try and read between the lines of, oh, well, maybe they'd be into it then or whatever, whatever. Like the amount of times in my life when I was single that I would explicitly say to females at the bar, like, hey, listen, I'm not looking for, to date anyone. Yeah. I am down to get nasty to do whatever like yeah. they'd like ask me to go home or whatever but like I just want to be really clear like I'm not looking nasty to only right yeah then <clears throat> we do whatever and then the next week I see them out of the bar and they're ripping me to shreds that I never called them to go on a date yeah and it's like that's so unfair because either way like I you gave have, you, I gave you the arrangement you signed off yeah right <laughs> So on the flip side, speaking to kind of what you were talking about, when I first met Julia, she had just come out of a relationship with her ex-girlfriend. Didn't you do the other version of that? Oh, no, you, like, ducked out. Yeah. 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 Okay. So she had come She had come out of a relationship with her ex-girlfriend, and we met the first night we met, and we, like, really hit it off. And then I was like, hey, like, I'm going to sound crazy, but I'm really into you. And, like, I literally want to date you, and I've known you for a day. I'm a crazy person, but that's how I feel. Yep. So I was up front with my side of it. And and for me, that's any of my friends will know, that's extremely rare. Like, that never happens when I meet people. So when I know, I'm like, I'm going to shoot my shot and be up front because I don't want this to go any deeper, if not. Because, like, I'm already so connected to this person after 24 yep. hours that I will go insane if I don't say it straight up. So I said that, and then she was like, I appreciate you saying that. But I really need to take things really slow. Like, I'd be open to something maybe in the future. But for now, I just need to be friends. And, like, I just came out of a relationship. And I was like, totally cool. Totally get it. Still in love with you. Still in love with you. So, unfortunately, I cannot be friends and I cannot take things slow. Let me know if and when you'd like to date me. You have my number. 
Like, <laughs> I'm going to continue with my life. Yeah. You deal with whatever you need because, like, I'm going to respect myself that I know that it's going to be excruciating for me to hang oh, out with absolutely. you and text you and talk to you when I'm in love with you and you don't want anything to do with it. Um, Not going to happen. And then on the flip side, you like feeling bad and not giving me enough and also like feeling pressured into it when you've disclosed to me you want to just be friends yeah not gonna work so let me know if and when you're ready sure enough about a month and a half later she texted me she said hey how's it going and my response to her was i like you yeah fuck and she literally responded i mean she texted was like, you so she <laughs> <yeah>. was ready <laughs> yeah. she responded and was like oh my gosh like like still or something like that and i was like Oh, yeah, like, I told you, like, I'm, I'm crazy. really into you. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking insane. Buckle up. But then she, she was like, yeah, like, honestly, like, I took some time. Like, I'd love to see where this goes. And yeah. then we ended up dating, and now we've been together four and a half years. So it's like, you just have to respect, and I'm not going to say that's always going to happen, right? But either way, if you're talking to someone, like, the biggest advice I could give, there's something really adult and really mature and really sexy about saying where you're at and what you want. Yeah. And also... Um, asking for what you want, but then respecting the answer. Because if you don't respect the answer... What's the point? What is the point? Literally, what's the point? What's the point? I will say, I think that we are at a disadvantage Mm -hmm. because of just, like, how the community is structured, kind of, if that makes any sense. But it's like, okay, so if you're heterosexual, Mm -hmm. you've had elementary school, high school, you're at, you work in an office now, totally, you go yeah. to university, there are so many other straight people around you totally. at all times yeah. that it's like the chances of you either find something you want to find some finding mm-hmm. someone you want to date or finding someone that you can mm-hmm. be friends with just like is or like you're on a sports team you're with your dudes totally. like it's just like you have all these activities mm-hmm. that you can meet friends like it's just like totally there are friends everywhere yeah like you know like it, you don't even have to really try yeah no because like, like they're just like naturally around you oh yeah but to get a gay friend but to get a gay friend so it's like okay so if you are working at an office then you literally either don't work with another gay person a lot of the time or like you work with a gay person the only time you like hang out with them is like when you're out for drinks yeah or like the only time you see other gay people is when you're drunk at the club oh yeah or like the only time you meet other gay people (laughs) is when you're at a house party and your friend introduces their gay friend and you're both drunk like it's like you know it's just it's not we're gonna be fucking (laughs) (laughs) it's not like the daily setting exactly whereas like and i think for a lot of queer people like when they come out or even before they're out it's almost like starting over like trying to find a friend group totally because unless you happen to be someone that grew up with like like julia has a bit of a different experience because since she grew up playing sports and it just happened to be that a lot of the women that were or at that time girls that were on her team no only gay women play sports ended up being (laughs) ended up being queer she like kind of had people from the jump yeah whereas like i none of my friends up until my 20s were or like you know maybe 18 were gay yeah like they were all not gay and then i was like oh well now that i'm gay i would like to go like the first few times i went to gay bars or gay events i brought my best friend alex who's heterosexual with me because i had no one to go with totally and i was like i just need to go and like meet somebody like but at this point i was so excited about potentially actually making out with a girl that was a priority that was so i I didn't care about a friend at this point i'm like i got alex personality at that point (laughs) i got alex i just need to make out with a girl i just need a warm body (laughs) 
but it, it does become difficult. But then for me, it was like this weird thing of then there was the people that I would make out with or like hook up with or whatever. And then it would transition into friendship, and then I'd meet their friends, and then they'd invite me yeah. to the the. So what you're saying is fuck that. one person and then befriend everyone else. I mean, if you <laughs> fucked one, you fucked them all. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. I feel like that would be your like autobiography title. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, I think that I I don't think that I have any real advice to give. Honestly, I think my... you just stumble upon some people that you will connect with in a different way. Yeah. Also, that's the thing. There are just those people that you do meet that you're like, you're a weirdo and I really like you, but I don't want to get in your pants. Yeah. Like, like you know, I just like vibe with you in a different way. Yeah. And you know it when you see that. But then the problem is I'm going back or to like, our biggest Or just be friends fight. with really ugly people that you're attracted to. <laughs> okay. But yes, but I just want to say going back to the problem is with being up front is a lot of times that person might have a different idea. Exactly. So like, I think as long as you're from the jump, like not just like, Hey, we should hang out sometime. Well, what the fuck does that yeah, mean? Yeah, no, give me parameters. Like, be like, hey, we should go on a date sometime. Or be like, hey, I'm really... This is a good way to say it. Hey, I'm really excited to have met you because, honestly, I'm looking to make new gay friends yeah. or new queer friends. And meeting you has been really cool. Do you want to, like, do something sometime? Then you've stated before asking them if they want to hang out that you are excited to have met a friend. And then it's like you're going into the... They're going into the situation. Yeah kind of knowing where your head is yeah, at, at knowing least. That. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a good way to, to do it. It's also just else? hot because, like, all gays are, like, hot, you know? You know? Yeah. That, just it like... sucks because all gays are hot. That's the sentence I was going through. <laughs> I'm like, it's hot because... <laughs> this whole episode, I've hardly been able to talk and blame it on my half tooth. <laughs> it's still fucking there. No, it's not, Sean. I can feel it in the back. So, my last, like, I don't know, piece of advice. Mm-hmm. I wish this was actual advice because I... But as usual, it's not. No, it is. But it's something that I know isn't super realistic. And I know Mm -hmm. that there isn't a lot of it out there. But literally, I would look for, like, meetings of queer people in Mm -hmm. situations that aren't bars. Yes. Like, if you can find, like, a queer woman, like softball league or like soccer or like dodgeball or like Mm -hmm. any like intramural sports or whatever or like art like fucking pottery Mm -hmm. don't have one of those like ghosts you know the like ghost (laughs) sexy pottery no sexy pottery no only friendly pottery (laughs) don't make anything phallic at all (laughs) yeah literally like I that that is my advice, but at the same time, I'm like I know that those are so rare mm-hmm. that it's not actual advice that I can be like do this because I know that it's not that out there. I made a YouTube <laughs> video kind of about this, and it was just like how to meet other queer people, and one of the things was sports teams. Even though I don't play, play sports at all, like there are a lot of leagues in our area at least that are like queer sports leagues like there's a volleyball um league that's queer woman dominant and then there's a you know hockey league but also just wherever you are like if you join a sport you're gonna have better odds in that circle (laughs) than any other circle as a queer woman of finding a gay yeah like whereas like you know what i mean so like i just think that's a good way to do it the other thing is and obviously safety first but the internet like i find that it's really easy to make friends with someone when you like a shared interest and i'm seeing like a lot of younger queer people um going online because they're a fan of like 
Taylor Swift, let's say. Totally. And then they like create little like groups about it and then they talk about it and whatever. So it's like you're creating like a friendship space opposed to a dating space. I would say that like the internet is so fucking prevalent yeah, now totally. that you can basically, and I know this because of the amount of niche things that I've looked and then just added like Vancouver onto the end. Because oh, yeah. I like, you know, when I was literally looking up something to do with car insurance yeah. or like home insurance and I literally just typed like Vancouver and there were like Reddit articles all these things about exactly what I was looking for specific to Vancouver. Yeah. So I'm sure that if you were like literally like Taylor Swift fans, Vancouver, <laughs> yes. like queer, queer Taylor like, Swift I honestly fans, yeah. feel like you would find someone. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> but like You'd find be safe because the internet's spooky still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prevalent but still spooky. <laughs> Prevalent, but spooky. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I don't know, like to sum up our advice. Number one, be honest for what you're looking for and listen to the person when they say what they're looking for back. Be honest to the other person, but also be honest with yourself as to what you're looking for. And and respect your own boundaries within that. Number two, sports. Sport. (laughs) If you're not playing a sport, sport it up. (laughs) Or, as you said, better spaces that aren't um, drinking focused. Like, not, like, clubs. Like, try, look up in your city and see if there's, like, a fucking queer pottery class. Like, I I know in Vancouver there's also, like, like paint nights. There's, like, queer paint nights. Yeah, stuff like that. And then, um... Three interwebs, but be safe. Yeah, safe interwebs. Yeah, safe interwebs. Hey, um, I've had people in like when I was growing up message me on Tumblr, and we're still friends to this day. That like message me. Maybe it's because I couldn't have sex with them physically because they're like from Ohio, (laughs) and I was like, I don't have that. I don't have the money to fuck you. (laughs) Like you at the airport, sir. I don't have the fare, but I need. I don't have that money, so we're gonna be friends because you live in Ohio. Yeah. So there's options. Yeah. Um. But with that said, we have some exciting news. Well. What? Well, it's exciting news, but like, Not. you won't find out what it is. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have some exciting news. This one's actually, I feel like we're always like, we're going to do a giveaway, like all those, like, yes. and like, we still have to, but like, it's yeah. just like something that is always like at the, but this one's actually happening. This is an actual thing. <laughs> yeah. So we've done what? This is the 67th episode or something? No, I think this is, I think this will be 66. Okay. So the 66 um, episodes of this, we've been doing it like every week. That's a lie. We've been doing it lots of the weeks <laughs> and we love doing it um we're gonna be making some changes though and i promise if you like what you listen to it will not be changing anything to do with what you're listening yeah, to Yeah, content still garb content <laughs> will be garbage as usual so if you like this dumpster fire then stick around because it's just gonna keep getting hotter <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to the podcast as a whole there will be some changes and we're really excited about them for the new year. So unfortunately, this is going to be the last episode of I Can Explain Podcast for 2019. Yeah. But we are going to come out swinging in 2020. 2020. That's going to give us time to, you know, focus on these changes, make sure there's tons of awesome content for all of you, and make sure it's super consistent and there's, like, tons more exciting stuff happening. It's all in the works. So believe in us. Hang in there for the couple weeks when we're not um, in your ears. And in the meantime, go follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast because there will be some very exciting posts coming up very shortly yeah. with this news um, hinted in different ways. And um, we'll be looking for um, response from all of you who listen for ideas for the new year. And we're just excited about what's to come. So thank you for listening. Um, And with that said, I guess we will 
see you soon around the gay <laughs> We will see you in the new year around the gay neighborhood. Yeah, see you in the, the gay neighborhood in the new year. See you in the new queer. Ooh, oh, <gasps> bitch. That is it. Okay, that's, that's it. Yeah, but we only get one of those. <laughs> this is the first and last time we'll ever say exactly. it. So, until next time, we will see, see you, you in the in new <laughs> Sean! We're back to day one of trying to get our... Okay. Okay. So until next time, we will see see you in in the the nuclear. nuclear. Oh, that was good. It kind of sounded like nuclear, which is a little frightening, but... Oh, my God. Bye! Bye.